Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top Extra Kick Extra Kick Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Run to the Top Extra Kick Daily Podcast. I am your host, one of the coaches here at Runners Connect, Haley Munn. Uh, it's great to have you with me today for this episode. I hope you're going to get something out of today. What I want to do is answer a question that I get asked fairly frequently in my job and uh, as a scientist too, uh, that is, should you ice sore muscles after a run? Pretty common question, and to answer it, we're going to need to look at a little bit of science. We're going to need to consider the physiological and cellular changes that occur post-workout, post-run, and we need to consider what changes occur on a cellular and a tissue level when we ice. So the main reason people ice is they think that it's going to promote healing, reduce swelling, and reduce pain. Icing uh, constricts blood vessels and reduces the blood flow to an area which reduces inflammation and supposedly promotes recovery. But actually what the science says is that it probably doesn't promote recovery and that it could even hinder recovery and adaptations of the tissue to the training that you're doing. A study that was done uh, fairly recently on uh, young men performing a resistance program, uh, and in this study uh, there was two groups. Uh, one group did a pretty standard low-intensity warm-down after their resistance training, and the other group did some icing. And after a certain number of weeks, uh, actually it was three months, it seems, um, the ice bath group had actually gained less muscle than the group who didn't ice. So there's something there suggesting that maybe icing is actually hindering the gains that we're getting from the training that we're doing. So even if you're just more interested in recovery and healing from the training, there's even evidence to suggest that icing isn't the best thing for this either. So in one study on injured rats, ice baths on bruised muscles actually suppressed inflammation but delayed the healing response. And other evidence seems to agree that for minor muscle injuries, icing seems to be detrimental rather than beneficial. In fact, looking at the current evidence, it seems to point towards that both healing and training adaptations are actually hindered by icing. So why might this happen? Well, it turns out that inflammation that occurs post-training, which is suppressed by the icing, is actually needed to kickstart both the recovery process and promote the adaptations that training brings. We've also got to consider that icing is slowing blood flow to the area, and that blood flow is actually bringing the nutrients and cells needed to heal the area. If you ice post-training, you're only delaying these processes that need to occur to make you feel better. That being said, you know, I'm not going to tell you to throw out icing completely. Icing does help some athletes to feel less pain from sore muscles. And whilst this might be a placebo effect, who doesn't love a good placebo effect, right? Um, So if you aren't too interested in training adaptations or super quick recovery, so let's say you have a marathon, you've just done a marathon and you haven't got another one for some time, go ahead and ice. Um, It might make you feel better. But for those of us Uh, like myself, who hate ice baths, hate the cold, definitely don't feel guilty for skipping them. I definitely don't do them. And I'm pretty glad the science backs up my choice because I'm not a lover of the cold. Um, 
Above all, remember that inflammation is actually part of our body's healing process. Our body is pretty clever and it does things for a reason. Inflammation is how the body regenerates. It's not something that we want to avoid at all costs. Yes, there are cases where it's excessive, but immediately post-training the inflammation is the body's way of likely signaling that we need to make adaptations so the next time we do the same exercise we don't end up feeling that same level of soreness and if you do get rid of the inflammation and stop blood flow getting to the area you'll likely just be delaying the recovery process and a big definitely here is don't use ice to substitute what really does help with recovery good sleep good nutrition protein and carbohydrate post-training session these things are much more likely to boost your recovery. And, you know, if you think that using an ice bath is going to get you out of doing those everyday great things that are so good for your body, then, you know, that's just a wrong way of thinking about it. You know, the best way to recover is to include those elements, to really focus on those elements, you know, your everyday life stress, your sleep and your nutrition, and just waiting long enough to do the next hard workout. To a point, we just can't rush the body's uh, healing process. And actually, a big part of training is just waiting until you're ready to go hard again. And making sure that the recovery and easy running you do in between hard workouts is actually easy recovery running. Those things are just so important. And icing really needs to take a backseat to those if used at all. I hope you found it interesting, guys. And I hope you learned something. And if you're someone who hates ice baths, uh, you have my full support to go ahead and give them a miss um, as long as you get that good sleep and nutrition. I hope you enjoyed this one, guys. Have a great day and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.